Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we all lived through the 70s. The clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. Riddle me this, but there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Or the stone pudding or something. I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of fig leaf. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Why so serious? Riddle me this. Haven't had a lot of company in a long time, but if I were expecting some, I'd whip up a really uh, substantial meal. You see how strong I am? <laughs> From eating all this stuff. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Your soul is mine. Riddle me this. The soul provides. Why so serious? Well grounded in the case file. I 
your powers combined. Riddle me this. Jerry, we all lived through the 70s, the clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. You seem to be well-grounded. pudding or something, I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of fig leaf. Yeah. <laughs> 
by your powers combined. Yo, what is up? What's going on? Otaku Jump Podcast episode 8. Hope you guys are having a good, safe weekend. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Be sure to like the video, subscribe. Uh, the podcast is available. Uh, we first go on YouTube first, and then we go on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor. All those other audio formats will be in the description. Uh, of course, we have my co-host for this episode. Uh, what is going on, Eisen? What's good? Uh, can't wait to get this thing going and just have a have a good show. We got a lot to talk about. All righty, uh, Omega. Hey, it's Omega Dreads back again. Let's uh, go ahead and have a great one and uh, a taco jump forever. Oh my God! <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So let's <laughs> go ahead and first cover uh, the recent polls on the nerd pill that we have. So, of course, uh, the last one, let me go to my community tab. Uh, so, we had, let me see. Okay, so, the best arc in Yu Yu Hakusho. A total of 58 votes. Uh, the winner was the Dark Tournament arc with 66%. Black Chapter arc with 10%. Sage of the Mukai Tournament arc, 14%. And Spirit Detective arc, 10%. Uh, so, that was a interesting poll with the 58 votes uh, we had a couple of days ago. And then the recent poll uh, was for the Batman. Of course, the Batman came out this weekend, which is actually doing pretty good numbers uh, with the box office. I think where it's past the 100 million mark. Uh, so that's not too bad. All of the budget was, I think, 200. But we'll see what it is uh, by tomorrow. So the question was, will the new Batman be directed by Matt Reeves surpass its previous adaptations of the Batman uh, will this pass Ben Affleck's Batman, Christian Bale's, George Clooney's, or Michael Keaton's uh, with 46 votes? And consider that most people, may, may, some people may have not watched it during this weekend, so I understand that. So this poll may change next weekend. Uh, so 17% uh, for a masterpiece rating of 9 to 10 rating. Uh, best Batman film was 17%. Uh, the winning uh, one was 52% with it was a pretty good film. Uh, seven eight rating very basic and average five to six 22 percent lacks in many ways disappointing was three to four percent and sucks worst batman film ever was only four percent so that shows that this was um above average film i would definitely agree with that uh poll there it definitely was not the worst for batman film ever and just another quick update uh, i have a anime voting poll uh to react to a completed series um, you can still vote on the community tab. So far, Overlord is winning with 56%, and Gintama is second place, and third is Diamond No Ace, the baseball anime. Uh, be sure to vote. Uh, I will plan on reacting to that, one of those, in the spring season um, as we get there shortly um, next month. So those are some quick updates. So uh, let's go ahead and start um, with your article, Omega, on... Um, Elden Ring. Oh, look, then we got Swift in coming here. What's going on, Swift? Yo, what's good, everybody? What up, Swift? What up, what up, what up? Um, but go ahead, Omega, on uh, Elden Ring. All right, let's get started. So, 
Yes. Should I be playing Elden Ring? Of course. If you are a fan of the Demon Souls, Dark Souls, and any kind of game that is going to not only challenge your mind, break your soul, and actually cripple your senses, yes, I would definitely be playing this game. Um, I mean, if anything, for the ragdoll physics, when you make a terrible mistake <laughs> and it's sent flying and plunging to your death. But um, I'll read just a small amount of the article. And here we are here. So what pretty much appealed to me as, as I scrolled down was that um, the first thing most people tell you about Elden Ring is that the combat is difficult and the world is obtuse. That's the point in part I've taken to describing Elden Ring to curious friends as a mashup between The Legend of Zelda Breath of Wild with its wide open spaces and basic in theory combat and the maddeningly obtuse logic of 90s CD-ROM game Myst. The approach of Elden Ring will be recognizable if you've played any games from the same developers, as I've already stated, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, um, also the uh, Bloodborne uh, game. Uh, over time, these games uh, coalesced, ooh, I'll probably put that, <laughs> but into a subgenre called Souls Like or Soulsborne. And Elden Ring is an evolution and continuation Hello. of those ideas. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll stop right there. Um, I will say the most uh, interesting thing is that it's included with a uh, horse option now. So, I mean, you're not just going to be, you know, shoelace expressing it everywhere. Uh -huh. So, uh, yeah, I would tell anybody that, uh, see, I would tell anyone about this game. They should go ahead and check it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, so my thing about, uh, Elden Ring, um, so yes, uh, Dorian, let's go on Dorian. Yes, it is a, uh, from software game. So it is like Dark Souls and Bloodborne, um, like you said, this is open world, kind of like a Breath of the Wild Zelda game. Um, so that is to a very strong advantage for new players because you're not stuck in a level or a dungeon. You have the option uh, to escape um, when needed. And actually, just to show you how big this game is, like right now, the peak of total gamers that actually played the game is almost 952,000, like almost a, a billion. And playing right now... Wow is 630,000 right now. <laughs> so the game's doing really well on PC and all the other platforms. Um, I started playing it myself. It's, um, yes, it's hard, but there's a lot of different resources you can use to your advantage to try to make it at least a little bit less um, of a pain. You know, maybe some strategy guides or some guides on YouTube or something like that. Um, you know, whatever you can find helpful. Uh, ways to find different weapons, uh, staffs if you're a mage, different shields. Um, just ways you can kind of make it easier for you 
Uh, you can also grind, you know, grind, you know, of course, this is RPG. You could grind your way in this level up and farm if you want. So there's ways to go about it. Uh, so, so far, I haven't been enjoying it on the PS5. I think I've beaten like maybe five or seven bosses. I'm just taking my time with it, but um, I've beaten Bloodborne before. I've beaten uh, Neo 2. So I have some experience with uh, the Souls games. This My thing is, I'm not that great. So, uh, like I said, I was telling the other guys earlier that when I play this game, I'm basically breaking the game. Like, I don't care. I'm trying to break the AI, basically. That's how I'm doing it. And luckily, I've been surviving. So that's my thoughts on the game. And then this, I think it's been getting 9s and 10s on review scores. So uh, shout-outs is from software, and um, they are uh, doing their thing. Uh, Isaac, anything on this? On uh, Elden Ring? Uh, yeah, I plan on getting it uh, when it goes on sale on Steam. Um, <clears throat> I haven't, you know, I haven't had a, a whole lot of play time. You know, um, the only one I actually played was uh, Dark Souls 2 on the 360. And soon after I got it, I ended up going to next gen. So um, uh, with the PS4. So I, uh, I'll probably, I'll definitely get it on uh, PC and uh, I have to check it out. Um course they'll probably fix all the bugs that you ran into by then but i think i'll be all right (laughs) i'll just farm um i always remember one of the main things is just man if you got a shield keep it up around all corners (laughs) protect it all the time so yeah it'll be a nightmare but hey i played dragon's dogma uh the bitter black owl version so uh i i can probably do this Mm -hmm. and i don't know another thing about me right like when i was playing bloodborne I had to mute the audio because that shit was so cringy that I would play like random music just to go through that game. Like that's how bad it was for me. Damn. Yeah. So that's just me. Me and my struggle. Uh, Swift. Anything on Elden Ring? Mm, I mean, no real comments. I guess we'll watch some YouTube gameplay and see what happens from there. Is it on the on the W? You said what? Is it on the W? You know, the WS four. Oh God! Uh, you mean the WS five? Yeah, it's on. Yeah, it's on both uh, consoles. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. What I is the WS five? Okay, so what's the WS five? All right, so he, he, you know, Swift's still being stubborn. He doesn't want to get on the PS five. He's he's still on his oh, PS4 yeah. shit. So. Hey, look, I I don't blame you. I have oh, not okay. gotten one either. No comment. <laughs> um, I don't plan on spending any more money than I have to. Man, you've been so smart ws4 is the corniest shit i ever heard bro. thank you there you go there hey, you man. go it's better it's better than ls5 no 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 you better you better not let me know see, like if i find out you get the ps5 i swear you're in trouble see see i'm calling it a ws4 because it was called that in the anime see? yeah yeah i didn't come up with it i didn't come up with it Wait, you, but remember i had a ps4 all right so had 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 all right. Remember, he's, <laughs> remember, he's not a he's not a nerd. Oh shit! Okay, here comes Blit Flipper. PS Five barely had any games. Chill. Uh-huh. Like, it's a it's a new uh-huh. console. Well, it's a new console. It's a new console. Uh, well, here that, we go. Hey, well, that you know, that's all the more reason to not even buy it yet. Uh, uh-huh. here I don't go. know, but that's me. All right, all right. Hey, you you, you might PS5 see me pop up with it. Like, come on, bro. They, get, they right. play one Spider-Man game. PS Five is the best system ever. Just chill out. All right, uh, uh, Adidas. Any thoughts on Elden Ring? 
Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, just a few. Mm-hmm. Um, the difficulty in the Souls games uh, is a really fair challenge, in my opinion. Um, but you can't play this like you would a lot of other games. You know, charging and spamming attacks. Uh, I thought this game was great, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I love it. Uh, I- I've been playing it, and I- I'm enjoying my damn self. I would highly recommend Totally. Totally. Um, I think it's a little... Like you said, it's definitely welcoming, I would say, even compared to the Dark Souls games. Like, I think it's way more welcoming. Um, and in fact, I got addicted. Uh, like, sometimes you might beat a boss, and you're like, shit, maybe I could beat a couple more bosses during this run, you know? So... Definitely well, uh, agree with you there. Well, the thing with yeah. Dark the Souls games has always been, if, you know, if you're getting murdered easy, it means you're not really supposed to be there yet. Right. Um, whereas, like, with Dragon's Dogma, when you get to Bitter Black, Bitter Black Isle, this shit was just unfair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and in Souls games, each enemy and boss has their own tactics, unique attacks, and surprises. So if you're patient, you learn their patterns, and you adjust your tactics to each individual situation. It goes from being hard um, to being tough but fair. And, you know, if you're prepared to die, you can stomach getting kicked back to the last checkpoint a lot. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. But the game gives you a lot of freedom. I mean, you can ride or sneak away from tough encounters. I have something cool to do on the other side. Start out on small groups of little enemies, minor dungeons, and build your way up to the bigger challenges. And you can experiment. I mean, this game was fucking masterclass, in my opinion. And you get a great sense of accomplishment from this game as well. So, so it seems like you can throw some shade and be like, I don't have to take this. I have a horse. Onward. <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty much what it is. It's like, fuck it. Let, let's go, Tori. <laughs> like, like, okay. okay. That's how it would be. Fuck it. All right. Uh, so next one. Uh, go ahead, uh, Isaac. All right. So uh, basically, this one came from IGN. And um, basically... Um, <clears throat> What we have here is Warner Brothers is gearing up for a sequel to uh, I Am Legend uh, with Real Will Smith returning, and uh, Michael B. Jordan will be co- co-starring. Um, so the sequel is being penned and produced by uh, Akiva Goldsman, uh, writer of A Beautiful Mind, Fringe, and the original I Am Legend screenplay. Um, uh, no director has currently been uh, confirmed to be attached to the project. Uh, and so no firm release window has been announced yet, but, uh, they have de- those two have definitely, uh, Jordan and, uh, Smith are definitely behind this one to try and get it, get it out there. So I'm kind of interested to see how this one will be. Um, I think it's something that, um, you can have a sequel on, um, uh, Will Smith usually doesn't have too many bad movies. So, um, uh, I think this one could be a pretty good one. So. Okay. So this this is definitely one of our headlines for this episode. So here's the thing with Will Smith. I got a little smoke for Will Smith. I will actually have to disagree. His his track record is kind of hit and miss when it comes to his movies, um, especially sci-fi movies. Um, Wild West. I mean, okay, Men in Black. Those are classics. Um, what was that one he did with what After Earth? I think with the Sun. That shit failed extremely bad. Uh, you had a. Uh, What's that one uh, with his son? That one obviously was good. Uh, so he has a couple good ones, I Robot stuff like that. But his track record is really bad. He has a lot of them that have failed. And oh shit, look at a uh, Hancock. That shit was another fucking mess. That shit was fucking terrible. damn. I, you know, I actually, I actually kind of 
I actually halfway liked it. I hated um, that shit. That shit was corny. I'm sorry. But, but uh, um, um, but so the question is, does this need a sequel? I feel like, once again, we've seen this pattern before where you're giving us a sequel way too late. You know, the momentum uh, from I Am Legend 1, what was that? Like, what? Oh, yeah, two, 2007. Shit, so. Yeah, 07, yeah. You're talking about, are people going to care about this uh, series? I mean, may, maybe a small percent. Um, you know, you know, I you know I think that um, I, I think it may the timing of it may actually be halfway decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel is hasn't put out too many really good movies actually. Uh, a lot of their stuff has been trashed. A lot of people trying to get away from you know a lot of the content they've been putting out. So it you know it may be okay. I think uh, possibly even though it has been a while, um, as long as they don't you know do anything trash in the story like they did with that Trinity movie, this can be okay. Like, all I'm saying is, I don't want to see Will Smith's son, Jaden, come in the movie with a fucking cape or a dress. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I give you that one. I and, you know, and, and, and with Michael B. Jordan being in this movie, I have a feeling that Will Smith may die and then Michael could continue on to the third movie or something. This is a prediction there. But, uh, Possibly. That's my thoughts. Uh, go ahead, Omega. What do you think? Um... I think this is a very good uh, positive step in the direction for a um, an adventurous almost movie if it, if it's played well. I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed the original Mega Man and uh, also um, uh, I Am Legend starring with Bill Smith, but uh, and Michael B. Jordan to be in it it, it should be uh, should be uh, awesome. It yeah. it does it. I don't know. Like I I don't think it would be any lackluster if uh, if they didn't go in this direction. Mm-hmm. Dane says that uh, Hancock was good. No, it wasn't. Y'all are weird. It was not good. Man, well, that that, that I was... will actually disagree with. I did it, enjoy Hancock. It was it was not it was not good. It Thank you. It was best. fucking corny. It was corny. Uh, I, I, I would say good, but I, I like it. Good. No, the ending, <laughs> the ending well, when he had the, the fucking ending. eagle and shit. Like, really? Fuck out of here. Yeah, that was. Shit that was, was uh, man, man, look, hey, you know what? I don't. Endings on movies, I don't really go into. I mean, it's like with Return of the Jedi. That, that motherfucking this, ending shit was always. This crappy, dude but... got got the suit and had like a clean taper with it, like too clean. That shit was. Too clean when he got that fucking like, wait, suit. Did the haircut come with the suit? I guess so. That shit. Man, hey, wait, 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 hold on. So you you just didn't like a brother being you know having them powers and all that, man? What's going on? No, man? no, no, no. Can't say that. I like I like Spawn. I like Blade. So no, can't say that. I'm cool with brothers having powers and shit. Hey, to be honest, we didn't like the weakness though. We didn't. Like oh yeah, all right. Tonight, the what? <laughs> Yeah, the weakness was that, basically Becky. That, that white woman was kryptonite, bro. Oh, well, <laughs> it, it, you know, it, and the whole thing, I, I think a lot of people never even got either was the right. whole reason of why he ended up forgetting. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, he, the dude came out of a movie theater with a white woman in the 20s. Of course he was going to get jumped. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, everybody was like, "Oh, dang! Yeah, nobody ever thought about that." Yeah, like no one was shocked. <laughs> uh, so, Colin has a good point. Uh, did Will Smith die in the first one? I thought he did die. That's a good point, uh, Colin. Um, I thought I thought he did die. 
Maybe you didn't. I guess not. But uh, go ahead, Swift. What's, oh, what's your, what's... Okay. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead, Eisen. Anything? I was going to say, it says here that if you watch the second version um, of the ending, yeah, um, they they reshot it where he doesn't. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I was going to speak to that in my, my bad. Uh, turn to speak. No, my no, bad. Go ahead. Oh, no, go, go ahead, Swift. Yeah, go ahead, Swift. I mean, I don't really have too much to say on it. Considering you, that I haven't seen this movie. He wasn't before. born when this movie came yeah. out. Oh god! I haven't seen. <laughs> I don't think I've seen any other Will Smith movies either. So y'all got the y'all got this one. All right, all right. Go, this guy. go ahead, Adidas. All right, all right. I'm a mark for movies. I can I can say a little bit about this. Okay. All right. Let me let me shed some insight for you guys. This is going to be the first ever sequel that follows a movie's alternate ending. Okay. This is hmm. this is groundbreaking shit right here. Okay. Now, Will's character did die at the end of I Am Legend um, in the theatrical version. But in the original and, in my opinion, better ending that they shot, it was closer to the book. The vampire zombies are actually more social and complex than they first appear. And their goal in the final fight is to get the butterfly tattoo zombie back. And it ends with Neville alive. The vampire zombies leave with the butterfly girl and the shot lingers on the wall of Polaroids of all of Neville's failed experiments, implying that from their perspective that he's also he's a monster and a murderer. And then Neville and the two other human survivors then leave the city, heading north to the colony of the survivors. Now, um, it's weird because the alt ending is the meaning of the title. He is a legend to the creatures. He's like what you would tell the creature kids to be good and such. I mean, these creatures have become what humanity currently is, and he's the villain for killing them. So I think the movie tried to twist that into him being a story the girl who survived could make a legend of, which, I, in my opinion, was weaker. Um, now, with that context out of the way, um, I do advise you go see the alternate ending. I do advise you go read the novella it's only 150 pages and it's much much better in my opinion but beyond that right the pairing of michael b jordan and will smith was one that was completely inevitable and his timing right now does not surprise me in the slightest because mm -hmm. bear in mind that michael b has said that his three favorite actors are will smith denzel washington and leonardo dicaprio and what at least the three black guys in that group have in common is that they all like to shed their isms on the screen. You never forget that you're watching Will Smith, Denzel, or Michael B. when you're watching them. And that's kind of the role that he wanted in Hollywood. He wanted that guy that kind of transcended the films he was in. So if you go back to 2016, I believe, when you had the Independence Day 2 come out, he was supposed to play in that film, but he turned it down for whatever reason. And... um he was going to play Will Smith's son. I'm glad he did stay away from that piece of shit movie. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so this is going to be good. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of chemistry. Uh, Michael B., you know, maybe being on the screen with Will will bring him up as an actor because I haven't been very impressed with his films. I haven't been impressed with Will Smith's films. But one thing that you can count on with those two is that their performances will always be, you know, they'll at least give their best. Hopefully the film is structured in a way that majority of it will be dialogue between the two. Yeah. Um, you know, and unfortunately, if you guys like the dog, uh, I don't think the dog is going to be in that damn. 
this film. Yeah, that wouldn't make any damn sense. Yeah, damn shame. That's a damn shame. Yeah. It all went down. Damn. Right. Maybe you get a new one. Maybe you get a new one. <laughs> right, right. All right, go ahead, uh, Swift. All right, so. <clears throat> Piccolo, I mean, I guess we've guessed this already. But if not, oh, well. Piccolo's getting a new form. And Dragon Ball Superhero, whatever. Him and Gohan. This article doesn't say Gohan, but we all know Gohan's getting a new form. And for some reason, they decided to change his color to this weird yellow-green. For him to be like, I don't know, Super Namekian? Whatever his new form is. So, I'm not too sure. I don't really have any feelings about it, considering that in the trailer, he fights one of the androids... And the androids basically call some leak. I'm not sure if he used his new form against the android, but he's like yo. Him and Gohan aren't gonna match up to Goku and Vegeta, so right. I don't really see a point in that in the long term. But you never know. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I, I just this is totally like a. Uh oddball thing like i i had no idea they would give him a new form i don't understand if this is gonna be well i guess this this movie will be canon with the dragon ball super like story i guess so maybe if the anime comes back he'll have this new form i don't really know but uh well it takes place after it'll take place like well after wherever we're at in the anime okay hands older goten and trunks are older as well so all right so even if he has to do form, like it has to make sense. And um, I mean, I'm not a Piccolo hater, but I just wanted to make sense. Now, Goku, uh, Gohan's new form, I'm interested to see. Um, I just hope Gohan can finally get some fucking justice and actually be badass more than 10 minutes long, unlike his ultimate Gohan form. So we'll see with that. Um, but that's my little quick thoughts on it. Um, anything, uh, ideas? Yeah, just off the dome. Uh, who gives a fuck about Piccolo anymore? Bro? Ha! He had he had his chance to be a relevant character. They dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. Picked it up and then dropped that shit again. I think that any momentum you had for Piccolo as a rival, as a serious character, outside of a meme or a father figure for Gohan, I mean, you ruined that shit long ago, man. I mean, Super in my opinion, it's terrible. It's redundant. We have no reason to watch it outside of you want that inkling of nostalgia you may get from watching it. But all the character arcs have been finished at the end of Z. Every time there's a new villain, we know they're going to be destroyed and the characters are going to go on with their lives until the next one comes. There's no amount of growth that can come for any character at this point. So given this transformation to Piccolo, Honestly, seems like fan service. It seems like I want to give this to Piccolo because you guys have been asking for it for 40 years. Well, hey, you should have gave it to us 40 years ago. Now we don't care. And it doesn't mean anything because everyone knows that this part of the story is irrelevant. Now, am I still going to watch it? Yes. Is it probably going to look nice visually? Yes. I mean, but in terms of significance, I can't say that. I'm too excited for it. I'm just going to enjoy it for the few seconds that I watch it. But I don't know. I, I, I'm actually disappointed that they're revealing this now. 
I, I would have rather them keep it out, personally. Yeah, good points. Like, you had a good point there about the character arcs pretty much being finished off. I mean, you're wasting a new form on a character that's already been complete. You know, you might as well give it to someone else. I don't know. Um, but that's a good point there. Uh, what do you think, Isaac? Um, I think Adidas made a good point about them waiting <laughs> 40 years to do something with Piccolo and dropping the ball, but it just goes to show that Dragon Ball has been nothing more than a glorified fight fest with no real story or writing. Um, I'm Really, I'm not that interested in seeing it, but I mean, if we do it, you know, I'll look, but, uh, you know, I just have no interest in seeing great sale, man, and all that goofy ass shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Damn it. I just, I just, I don't know. I just don't have the tolerance for that goofy shit. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I really just don't expect much from it. Okay. Uh, what are you thinking, Mega? So I always admired Piccolo's uh, fighting style he may not be the kind of strongest but he does step to every last you know villain or adversity you know head on um as far as this new form it just seemed like they just added lighter color to him like i <laughs> i was <laughs> i was kind of uh disappointed because um i mean they all these forms that things turn into and they just say, oh, let's just make them a little lighter color. It's like they just, you know, I, I'm into digital art. And it just like somebody said, hey, he looks better in this color. And they said, all right, let's do it. Just slap him, slap him on in there. But uh, <laughs> I've always I've always admired the character uh, for what he was. I mean, he he definitely didn't win a lot of fights, but he he pretty much gave it his all. <laughs> uh and to train Gohan, I mean I don't know, maybe is that a reason why Gohan doesn't have that many L, like wins on his belt? That, that that could be a dig too. But um for the most part, yeah, he's um he's he's just a awesome character to me. Um I the only thing I'm I'm just disappointed on the just color swap of his new form. Like, I I could even look at uh, things. For some reason, I thought he was going to go in a direction of maybe something similar to maybe Frieza or something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I expected like an orb or something or, you know, him look more demonic kind of thing. Because, you know, he's like from the, like, I think his style of fighting is called Demon style or he's oh from yeah the yeah clan yeah i remember you're talking about yeah yeah so i was like come on get it get him a tail or some wings i don't you know but just lighter color i'm, I'm put off on that right basically his new form is a color and like a fighting and like a fighter z or something <laughs> that's basically color what swap. it is yeah that's basically what it is uh dorian you ain't shit dorian says uh give mr popo a new form all right dorian all right. All right. I, I would have been happy if he turned into Mr. Popo. <laughs> like, oh whoa! Shocking. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead, Adias. This is yours. All right. We are now officially back in my wheelhouse. So we have Aquaman, poor man's Roman Reigns himself, Jason Momoa playing the villain 
in the new Fast and Furious. And I don't know about you guys, but uh, uh, I'm not going to say I'm excited. I, I was going to lie to you. Um, I think it'll be okay. Um, I think that he's going to play, um, from what I understand, um, he's going to be like a reluctant anti-hero type. Um, you know, they have reluctant hero archetypes all over Fast and Furious. You know, everyone is related to each other. Uh, they're probably going to have another heist plot, uh, maybe on an island. I, I'm not sure what the story is going to be, but I do think that in the case of Jason Momoa's career, it is a step in the right direction. I think that it's honestly predictable because... The role is within his wheelhouse, you know. Uh, him speaking on the role, he said it's a fun role. He gets to play the bad guy, which he hasn't gotten to do in a while. Uh, he gets to be the bad boy. He gets to be very flamboyant and add a little panache to the role. Um, the shift, his shift to crime is pretty anticipated because he's made a, a name for himself playing the more heroic protagonist-centered roles such as Aquaman or his role in Dune, as well as his role in Game of Thrones. As of right now, the working title for the film is Fast 10. Uh, a name change is expected. Um, this is rumored to be the last film in the franchise. And like many popular film series of the modern age, it will probably be split, split into two parts to tell a longer, more detailed narrative that will bring the franchise to a satisfying close. We're probably going to see the return of guys like Vin Diesel, Tyrese, Ludacris, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Charlize Theron, uh, of course, Dwayne Johnson and John Cena. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Dwayne Johnson and, and John Cena have been confirmed to not be returning right. in this film. I'm sorry. And uh, production is expected to start this spring. Justin Lin will be directing. He directed the previous Fast and Furious projects including Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift and four, five, six, and nine of the franchise. Um, the previous writer, Chris Morgan, will pin the script for the final chapters. And yeah. Oh, and for context, Momoa's last villainous role came in Once Upon a Time in Venice, where he was the antagonist to Bruce Willis. This film was poorly received, uh, with critics mainly griping on Willis's performance. So seeing him trade the superhero costume for something more uh, gritty will be interesting. And I'm sure it'll be interesting uh, received. Um, th this movie is expected to hit theaters in May 2023. This gives the studio enough time to tease the character. Until then, um, you can catch Momoa for Aquaman in December. All right. So um, I still don't know how this franchise have, has gotten to the 10th installment. I have that. This is... Is actually to me, although I don't really like the series that much, I will say I'll still give it credit on being able to continue on for almost ten, uh, ten movies. Uh, that's not something that's easy, and uh, um, I'll give it credit there. Wait. Oh wait, wait, so uh -huh. Uh -huh. wait, man, look, we gotta do something about this cooling in the chat being dishonest. Oh. Talking about Tokyo Drift was the best one out of all of them. Come on now. I I don't know. I don't. Even, I barely remember all of them. Uh, I mean, I barely remember the shit. The second one, shit. Uh, okay, if that's your case, uh, cool. And uh, explain in the chat if you can. Um, but uh, Jason Momoa, like we said, we see him in Aquaman. Um, we saw him in Dune, which is really a cool movie. 
So to see him as a villain, as you said, yeah, that'll be totally awesome to see him as a villain. Um, I could definitely see that. I do remember there was a little bit of drama with Dwayne Johnson and um, Vin Diesel with this uh, series, so I, I think that's why he's not involved in it. Um, I think the whole cast. I did hear some <laughs> uh, drama about that, but yeah, I, wasn't I, it a whole cast. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm not caught up with the series, so I don't know. Um, I don't know where to well, start. Rock didn't get in. Well, I know Rock and Tyrese been kind of on the not so well. Uh, friendship thing uh bit flipper says if you if you uh he says eventually they'll be in the wheelchairs yeah pretty and it might be the case they might race in wheelchairs eventually that's fucked Need up for speed wheelchair um what, what are your thoughts on me go ahead that's all i have to say about on this one um i don't have much to say except for um yeah need for speed you know tokyo drift was the lesser of all of them. <laughs> uh, great kind of little message it was thrown there, but uh, yeah. But um, other than that, this uh, ten, uh, this franchise is just I don't I don't know how it's gotten this far, but it's it's in the tens. I'm, but you know, I have to admit, Americans love cars, right? Mm-hmm. And just not us though. I, I'm pretty sure it's global, but it, it's just been maintaining. A, a a part where I feel they they're going to have to keep doing things more massive, bigger stunts, bigger collisions, big you know I, it, it's gonna get to the point where we're racing underwater. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you know, just um who knows, Fast and Furious Transformers, you know oh like my God. <laughs> that I mean, that, it, it, it might as well happen, though. You you got a point. It might yeah. as well. Shit. Yeah. So, uh, I, I I'll leave it at that. But um, I would give it um, a shot because I've I've watched almost all of them. I I don't think it's one that I have skipped. Uh, the the very last one I I pretty much enjoyed. Um. And if I'm correct, was that the one with? Uh, it's when they were fighting the super soldier guy, right? I don't. Even, I don't remember. Uh, maybe Eisen Adidas may remember. I don't know. The yeah, very last one has been the one with John Cena. I don't know. I haven't seen that one. Oh, Wait, I'm sorry. Which one were you talking about? There, uh, there's one out. where uh, Sean and I mean Shaw and uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, Shaw versus yeah. Black Superman. Yeah, that, yeah, that was. Yeah. Oh, Black okay, Superman. that was a spinoff. Black, that was okay. a spinoff. Yeah, but yeah, that one. the the last Fast and Furious was the one with John Cena, though. Yeah. And it came after Hobbs and Shaw, but yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. What do you think, Eisen? Thoughts? Um, I think um, yeah, people are gonna go see it. Um, it's able to sell because you've got guns, cars, <laughs> fights, and you've got Mexican Keisha. So. Um, it's everything everybody enjoys and will pay to see. Right, right. We'll have to see when it comes out next year, how it does. I think uh, Fast and Furious 9 just came on HBO Max, so if you have HBO Max, you can definitely watch the uh, previous film on there. All right, so next up, Street Fighter Six Release date, leaks, characters, everything we need to know about the next-gen fighting release. So um, Street Fighter Six was announced during uh, the Capcom Cup tournaments. Um, they do a lot of these tournaments throughout the year. 
uh, two things came out, but one of them will be on Rapid Fire. But uh, Street Fighter 6 was announced. They had a little tr nice, cool trailer for it. Um, CGI trailer that had the new character from Street Fighter 5, Luke and Ryu. Ryu looks way older. The graphics look extremely uh, way better. Looks like they're using a new Resident Evil engine on the recent uh, RE game. So um, we're bound to see uh, better graphics. Now, um, the thing is that there was a couple complaints about the logo. Uh, apparently, those, they, Capcom stole the logo from uh, another artist. So I think the logo that you see in the trailer is not going to be the one that we get during the release date. And you got to remember, you know, the fighting game community, you know, they stay up to date with these things. So having a Street Fighter 6 is very predictable when we saw the trailer. Um, of course, they're going to have to continue on if they're going to move on from Street Fighter 5 to Street Fighter 6. Now, right now, it's been a lot of different debates on theories on who should be in the game, who shouldn't. Um, obviously, Ken, Ryu, Chun-Li, uh, Guile, your basics, um, those guys are probably going to be in the game. But they're kind of um, predicting that maybe Dudley, um, some other characters might show up in this next one, Rose. Um, definitely excited for it. Street Fighter V was such a long... <laughs> we had that for, like, since, like, what, maybe 2014? So it's been a long time coming. I mean, we've had, like, five full seasons of that game uh, for a lot of years. So it's it's good that we're moving on. I can't wait to see how this looks on the PS5 or the WS5. Um, yeah, can't wait. And hopefully it's uh, well. Hopefully it's multiplex, so it could be on PC. We can do cross uh, platforming on there. Um, but definitely can't wait um, for Street Fighter Six. Um, we don't really know much yet. Um, there will be a summer kind of uh, news update later this summer. Some more info. Maybe we'll get some more um, character um, confirms or how the battle system works. It's all we don't really know any of that right now. All we know is that. Ryu looks older. Luke from Street Fighter Five is in Street Fighter Six. That's all we really know um, right now. So, can't wait. Uh, that's my thoughts on that. What do you think, Omega, on uh, the new Street Fighter? Yeah, so it's been a long time coming. Um, I've definitely always been a fan of Street Fighter since it was uh, in an arcade next uh, to my house. Well, I know it was an arcade. It was actually just a regular store. And it had Street Fighter in it. And the minute I heard somebody go, like, I was like, what the is that? And then I ran over there. Wow, this game is awesome. But, yes, it's been a long time coming. We've had Street Fighter Five since, like, uh, like, 80. Like, <laughs> so. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> loads of content on it. Um even to the point where it just they just was like look just we made one whole pack you just have it all like okay? <laughs> you knock yourself out um at a good reasonable discount too <laughs> but um yeah um to think what the roster is going to be like it's going to be interesting because certain characters are left in certain characters are left out certain characters of course are you know Pay as you play, <laughs> uh -huh. if you know what I mean. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be very uh, interesting. I do like the fact that they're still keeping the very last character that they came out for Street Fighter V um, relevant. So, uh, yeah, uh, we might even be looking at uh, Ryu's more 
uh, another rival other than Kim. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, that's all I have to say for it. Um, oh, I will say this one thing though. Mm-hmm. Please, if Capcom is listening, um, bring back Sean and uh, don't sell anybody else's logos. <laughs> uh, I agree. Actually, I I would love Sean in a game and the people like Fei Long. I know Dudley, those type of people. Um, any thoughts, uh, Eisen? Uh, nothing much here other than what uh, you, Omega, Swift, and Hunter will have a good time with this. Uh, <laughs> I haven't played a fighting game in years. Uh, just hadn't cared about playing one since back when I was younger. We used to pass around uh, the controller around the room, whoever lost. So. Ah, yeah, I remember those times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Diaz, anything? Yeah, uh, I do love that Hobo Ryu is going to be his default skin, right? Oh god! <laughs> uh, the the beard, the bearded look, and the Akuma sandals. Uh, I think those suit him very well. Uh, he looks like Chris Redfield with a headband. I actually, I like that. I like that a lot. Now, I'm not a big fighting game guy, uh, and even if I were, I would not be a Street Fighter guy. I'm more of a Tekken guy, um, but. I know someone who says they're worried about this game. Uh, hmm. They said that because Street Fighter Five was so ass, Damn. at least to start out, okay, that yeah. they're worried about this one. You know, uh, and is this the first Street Fighter game that takes place after Street Fighter Three? Uh, Street Fighter Five, you mean? Street Fighter Five was after Three. No, uh, Street Fighter Four. We had Street Fighter Four before that. But I thought Street Fighter Four took place before Street Fighter Three. Oh, actually, I don't even know the timeline. Like because that. Street Fighter Three has Ken's son and everything. Okay, honestly, I don't know the timeline. Like oh, uh, Street Fighter Three was uh, was all all after the Alpha series. So you right. had you had Street Fighter Alpha, which almost was like uh, a precursor, like. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get it mixed up, but I know one of the alphas is basically saying, like, these were the world warriors before the other world warriors. Okay. Because um, Birdie is, like, actually from the very first Street Fighter. It didn't say Street Fighter 2. It was just Street Fighter. So, mm-hmm. and also, I believe there were a few more. Actually, Guy was almost, like, the first uh, participant in uh, the Street Fighter Alpha series, like, so before the, uh, what's it, uh, well, actually the practitioner of, uh, what's his, Zinku? Zinku mm-hmm. is actually from Street Fighter 1. But yeah, uh, Street Fighter Alpha was just basically up-to-date graphics, but these were, like, mostly all the mains. And then they went over to Street Fighter 3 and then 4. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Go ahead. Just closing out my thoughts. Then, like I said, mm-hmm. Street Fighter Five was bad at first, but it did pretty well. It received support for six long years, full of trials and tribulations. It had its problems for sure. Uh, some people didn't like the V gauge or the crush counters, but in the end, I think it was a success. I think the game did the work it was supposed to do. Um, it wasn't as hype as Third Strike or Four, but. It was solid. So um, here's the hope that Street Fighter 6 doesn't implement the universal auto combos. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Street Fighter definitely. I totally agree. Street Fighter does not need auto combos at all. Um, Please um, do not. Totally agree that. on that. And <laughs> like you said, uh, yes, the Street Fighter Five launch was very poor. Um, it barely had any content. Yeah, they can't. They can't repeat that mistake because unless they want to get roasted again, <laughs> and roasted, you know. Um, unless they want to get roasted again, they can do, make that mistake. But I don't think they really should try to avoid that. Um, and. A lot of the characters from Street Fighter Five, at least the new characters, they're probably not gonna transfer over. Like people like um, Fang or Falk, you know. I don't think we're gonna see them in the next one. Like those ones weren't really that popular. So I mean, they gotta be mindful of what the actual professional players that actually play these games and the casuals that buy all the DLC. You know that that is a big important um, factor on who's gonna be on the roster. Uh, when it first comes out, uh, but uh, let's go to the next one. Uh, I think Omega and Eisen, y'all got this new. Uh, I, uh, you can start off, uh, Eisen. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, apparently, uh, there's going to be a new Alien movie um, uh, on Hulu. Um, it is uh, an idea pitched by super fan Fady Alvarez, and um, Really, Scott is pretty much. Uh, well, before you know, he you know he didn't really, I guess, care too much about it before, uh, but he'd been working on it uh, many years ago. But um, apparently, uh, Scott gave him a call and um, asked him to still want to make it. And uh, 20th Century Studio Pictures, my bad, uh, picked up the project. And uh, so um, basically, what you're going to have is is saying you're really going to have a, a a new story. Uh, with characters you haven't seen before so this will allow the uh so basically you know it'll have an average blockbuster uh with you know without that you won't have that average blockbuster with the that huge budget uh budget so it's gonna you know uh, allow it to be a much cheaper budget so they don't have to worry about i guess failure from it and um also um <clears throat> apparently um I think uh, Scott, really, Scott is also working on another um, alien movie of his own, uh, but nobody knows what the title, the tie, uh, whether the plot will be tied uh, to uh, uh, Prometheus or Alien Covenant, but uh, we'll just have to wait to see what's coming out. Okay. Uh, Mega, go ahead. What, what do you think? So, um, I've always been a huge fan of the aliens. Is uh, John really the well, I don't want to say John Rash, I should say just legacy because there's many of them. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I think this is uh, going to be a awesome step in the direction for the uh, series. Um, also, a lot of people that used to um, play yeah uh, play the games are going to be definitely interested. Um, we'll probably have more of a seasoned. You know, like old school vibe, yeah. like uh, mostly people that um, like of that era, you know, are gonna be intrigued to watch it. Uh -huh. um, definitely um, with uh, Alvarez and all of his previous movies, I mean, he's known for, you know, the Evil Dead remake, you know, and Don't Breathe. So those are very good. Uh, those are very good movies. As I, I even, I always even wanted to see like a remake of, uh, of the Army of Darkness, <laughs> or at least like maybe a number two to it. Um, but yeah, 
I I believe um this is going to be great. I'm 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 stoked for it. I've always liked the the story and the movie behind it. I definitely always had a, a thing for uh, Sigourney Weaver. So, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I don't know. I wonder though. Will they use um? I I guess I'm just asking everyone. But you think they're going to get a a woman like that? Kind of looks like Sigourney Weaver, like kind of mold her character, or maybe they might go in another direction. You know what? Uh, well, go go ahead. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't say too much, but yeah. Let me let me get your thoughts, ideas on this one, then I'll go after you. Yeah, uh, I hope they don't censor the gore or the bad language. Uh, I would love for it to be as scary and yes. raw as possible. Uh, the idea of a toned-down PG-13 alien movie just seems so strange to me. Like, I want to see some fucked-up shit. It is a horror franchise. Um, and plus, your mainstream, big-budget movies, you know, they should be more violent and explicit these days, in my opinion. Um, a full-on Android story, for sure. Sprinkling some philosophy, brain-scratchers, maybe a transmissing message from the established characters. You know, maybe an Easter egg or two. And I think that, um, and put the Xenomorph on the last episode with like three minutes of screen time. And yeah, I'm excited. Mm. I'm excited. I've heard people shit on this, but I think this has the potential to be good because you have such an established lore, you can pull so many strong things from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, the, the, what was that movie called with uh, Michael Fassbender? He had a movie kind of connected to this franchise. What was it called? Did anyone remember? Prometheus. Yeah. Prometheus. Uh, yeah. So, Prometheus. so that was my movie there. Like I, when it comes to the other movies, like you know, I didn't really watch all of them, but that one, when that mm -hmm. one came out, that one really kind of got me hooked. Um, it was creepy as shit. So, if it's something like that, I, I wouldn't mind watching it, but. I'm wondering, like, if for people watching who want to watch this movie, do they have to be caught up with everything, or can brand new viewers just watch this straight from the start, or what? I mean, because I don't know. Be honest, I don't. I may not want may not want to go back and watch all those other previous uh, movies and stuff. If like that. you if you watch Prometheus, and I I believe I I, I would give that a ten in ten, especially mm -hmm. the uh, second Prometheus. Hey, that was Covenant, wasn't it? Alien Covenant. Covenant. Yeah. So, um, if I I believe if you watch Prometheus, you should be settled in. But uh, it, you know, it, it's not bad to give Aliens one a shot. Mm -hmm. That one had like, I think that one almost had the most score too. <laughs> but uh, it, like, I have to agree with a thesis. Of, you know, definitely let the blood. And acid flow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some face hugger action. Yeah. You know, I saw a clip of that shit. That shit was gross as fuck. As it should be. Yeah. All right. So we reached our hour mark. We're going to do a quick commercial break. We'll be back. Um, join the Discord server. I have the link pinned on the chat. If you're new, um, definitely join the Oasis. But yeah, we'll be back after this quick commercial break. See you in like what maybe three four minutes all right ladies and gentlemen of the jury we all lived through the 70s the clothes 
the music. The heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. Riddle me this. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Or the stone pudding or something. I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of fig leaf. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Why so serious? Riddle me this. Haven't had a lot of company in a long time, but if I were expecting some, I'd whip up a really uh, substantial meal. You see how strong I am <laughs> from eating all of this stuff. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. By your powers combined. You seem to be well grounded in the case file detective. Yoga Lane. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Your soul is mine. Riddle me this. So Why so serious? Always winterize your pants. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. We all lived through the 70s, the clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. Why so serious? Yoga Lane. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Your soul is mine. You seem to be well grounded in the case file, Detective. By your powers combined, riddle me this. 
but there could be more to the case than meets the eye. jury we all lived through the 70s the clothes the music the heartwarming but rarely amusing ziggy cartoons now later who are we to look at these two fine young men and say you there i sit in judgment of you you seem to be well grounded in the case file But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Always winterize your pants. Or the stone pudding or something. I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of fig leaf. Alrighty. We are past the halftime. Episode 8 of the Talk to Jump podcast. What's going on? Be sure to like the video, subscribe. Join the Discord server, the Oasis. I pinned it in the chat. If you are new, definitely join. We do a lot of shit there. Watch parties, chat, uh, gameplay streams, all types of shit in the Discord. Um, just be prepared. You will get these jokes, though, if you join. Just be prepared. Have thick skin and that shit. Uh, so shout out to Rocky with the super chat. What's going on? We'll be back after this commercial break. Shout out to Rocky. Um, a member of the channel and the Discord. Shout out to Jay Wolf, Bit Flipper, uh, Dorian, Jay Wolf. What's going on? Uh, let me see. Shout out to Dorian, Dane, Coolin, <laughs> Coolin. Uh, cool. Uh, shout out to. I think that's it. Uh, so we're available on Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, and Anchor. Uh, you can definitely check out this podcast out on those audio formats. Um, we're here with Omega, Eisen, uh, Swift, Trunks in the house, and Adias. Let's go on and keep going. Uh, so, uh, Trunks, what's going on, man? We're gonna actually going to start with you because you got a good one uh, here about uh, Crunchyroll. All right, cool. Let's that get I it. wanted to jump into. Go ahead. All right. Let's go. Um, let me just pull that up real quick on my screen as well. Um, there we go. So, basically, what's happening here is we we talked about this briefly before, but Funimation's content is all gonna go to Crunchyroll now. So, yeah, it's basically gonna be something of like an acquisition merger type shit. 
So um, that that's gonna be fun. Yeah. And so- um, also, for those of you subscribed to both of them, by the way, you only you only now need to be subscribed to one platform. So that could save you a lot of headache and money right there. So uh, it's kind of a win for everyone. Basically, the reason that these two are merging is because in like in summary, they realize that they're not really competing against each other. They're more competing against like the pirating websites um, that where you can illegally stream anime. So that's why they want to make their selection larger than ever and more accessible. So I think that's that's the main reason for the merging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um... Uh, something I just thought about was because you remember what happened with uh, what was it Attack on Titan when that pretty much shut down Crunchyroll then that yeah, happened yeah, yeah. so yeah. like imagine all the audience from Crun- Funimation joining Crunchyroll now imagine like the possibilities of more crashes happening because now well Crunchyroll is going to be a bigger platform so I would hope that the uh, support and resources that they got from Funimation are also going to be transferred and added to um, Crunchyroll for things that happen, like you know, shutdown, server uh, maintenance, whatever, uh, inventory, all that shit. Because I mean, it's gonna be a bigger ship, so I mean, you're gonna have way more, you need way more support. Um, I mean, we don't want to see Chainsaw Man come out and in the first episode, shit crashes. Like, I don't want that shit to happen. So um, definitely good news. I mean, I don't think I really. I don't really know anyone that was watching content on Funimation though, so I mean, most people I know are definitely have the uh, Crunchyroll as that de facto uh, default uh, service. So good news for Funimation and and, fun, uh, and uh, Crunchyroll. Um, they're not in competition; they're from the same company anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, and there was actually Funimation had some exclusive shows on their platform that Crunchyroll didn't have, so this kind of this this definitely does add more value too. So now we don't have to choose, um, you know, like HBO or Netflix to get different things. Now we can just go to our one source. So that will make it easier for us to consume as well. So this is definitely a W. As long as they can maintain the servers and stuff like that, then I have no uh, beef with this uh, news. Um, any thoughts, uh, Swift? Oh, I'll make it fast. People are gonna watch anime. They're gonna find a way to watch it for free, usually. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're like a super anime fan. So I don't see this making much of a change, really. Mm-hmm. So that's just good. That's a good point too. Yeah. <laughs> Dorian says the real ones use free links. I mean, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Uh, shout out to uh, D Wayne. What's going on, man? And Death Racer. What's going on? Uh, what do you think, Adios? Thoughts? First, let me comment, okay? Real anime fans support with their damn wallets, okay? And you got to support it with your money. Um, I think this is pretty good, though. Hopefully, they add profiles to a single account in the future, apps for smart TVs, and also a fix for the damn seasons thing that happens with dubs. I mean, Mm. I can't tell what's what uh, since the app only shows the title, and I can't see the fucking description. Um, you know, as one of the only idiots who has a description of both, I'm happy to spend $8 less a month, uh, personally. Um, this is going to be the world's largest anime library. I personally don't even think you need to stream 
illegally that much. If you do, you're just, I mean, you're not a real fan. So, uh-huh. um, also, um, if paid annually, the remaining months will be sent to a new or existing, uh, Crunchyroll account. Um, if you have an annual Funimation subscription, uh, don't worry, you won't miss out. They can add any time you have left on that subscription to your new or existing Crunchyroll account. Um, provide both your current uh, Funimation account email address and your current Crunchyroll account email address to Crunchyroll, and you should be fine. Okay. And like you said, totally agree um, that for the most part, you're not... And this is just my experience, uh, like, with last year. Like, I didn't really need free links. Only certain situations. Like, for instance, um, maybe, uh, like, the Tensei anime or uh, Vinland Saga. If, like, if you didn't have it on Amazon, you didn't have, you didn't want to pay Amazon Prime to watch Vinland Saga. Well, you could go just get on a free link or whatever. Or maybe sometimes, you know, we got delays on Crunchyroll. I'll just find another place to watch it. Um... This because it's on the street of Crunchyroll doesn't mean it it premieres at the the same time it's supposed to premiere, right? Attack on Titan is a really good example of that. It premieres on like two forty five p.m. Central, but is actually available like at like twelve p.m. So this is another example where you might want to use another free link. But yeah, definitely agree that um, this is going to help out a lot to have one source um, with the platform. Uh, anything, uh, Eisen? Uh yeah, you know I I agree with uh with what uh, Adidas said about you know when you're a real fan uh you will <laughs> support it financially that way um, because that's what um that's what keeps the content coming that's what uh affects um your voice and all that you know um so I I, I agree with Adidas on that um I you know that larger library is going to be awesome. Uh, with you, Haka Show, and um, trying to think, Maroni Kenshin and others coming. It'll be awesome to see all that on Crunchyroll. Um, so you know, I'm I'm really excited and really excited to see what else will be on there as well. Okay, uh, what do you think, uh, Omega? Thoughts? Um, I only have a short thought about it. Okay. Uh, good. Pay for more. <laughs> what I mean is, it's, it's pretty, pretty uh, straightforward. Um, I I enjoy anime, and uh, this um, some combining will just make more massive amount of animes available. So, um, only thing I will say, um, just uh, just keep it clear on what's dub and what's not. So uh-huh. yeah, other than that, I'm I'm uh, I'm stoked for it. Okay, uh, so my uh, I wanted to talk about Batman really quick. I'm I'm trying to share the screen real quick, but um, who saw the Batman this weekend? I know Omega, you saw it. Anyone else see it? The Batman this weekend? Uh, I saw it. Okay, dope. Uh, anyone else? Well, you asked me yesterday. Um, yeah. When I'm seeing it, right? Uh-huh. And then I said tomorrow, but by tomorrow I meant like later tonight. Oh Not wow! Before this podcast, God, Lee, you're seeing it like after this? Yeah. Jesus, man. Okay. Wow. So without uh, spoiling, um, I want to do our little quick little rev- uh, thoughts on the film. 
Um, so go ahead, uh, Adias. You can go first. One of your your thoughts. Whew. Okay. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh my God. All right. I'm probably the biggest mark for Batman. Really, DC, but definitely Batman because he embodies everything that DC stands for. I'm probably one of the biggest marks in the in the damn country. Um. So. For context, for you guys, three years ago, when Todd Phillips had the mid-budget but mega-successful Joker, um, that kind of threatened, you know, how superhero movies were to be made from then on. Uh, things went from the classic modern cinema blockbuster format uh, that we've been accustomed to since 2008 with Iron Man. Uh, it went from that to something a little bit more gritty here with the Batman. I mean, we got a sprawling three-hour film that's more of a police... Pres- ah, shit. Fuck. Batman. Uh, this is not your Captain America. It's not a conspiracy thriller. It's not your Logan. It's not a very violent Western film. It's not even an action movie, if you ask me. It's nothing like Nolan's uh, post 9 uh, inspired Dark Knight, where it's very tactile, but still adheres to the tropes and storylines and spectacles that you would expect from that kind of movie. This movie belongs in its own category altogether. See, what Matt Reeves has done is he's kind of eschewed all the usual razzmatazz in favor of a hard-boiled murder mystery. And, you know, if this is not a film, if, if you're not expecting, if you, when you think of Batman, right, if you think of him punching people with the POW logo coming up, this is not the film for you. You're going to see him doing his damn job as the world's greatest detective, going through paperwork, investigating, stroking his chin. I mean, that's what kind of movie this is. And then the atmosphere, man, it was so grim. It was haunted. It carried an air of fear with every fucking footstep a character took. I mean, the combat was shot in silhouette. Uh, the, The Batmobile sequence was framed very tight. All the set pieces, they doubled down on a, on a very dark color palette that kind of extended Bruce's personal hell across the entire the entirety of Gotham. I mean, this whole thing just felt like a very scorched earth rebuttal to the very candy-like aesthetic of superhero films that we've been accustomed to. This movie's the anti-blockbuster, and it embodies everything that Batman's supposed to represent, in my opinion. Uh what it doesn't leave behind is a power vacuum. You know, there is a, it vacates the mayor's office. So there's a kind of a feeling where it's, it's open. It's like that kind of chilling feeling you got as a kid walking down the street on Halloween night. That's what that movie kind of emulated with its, with the cinematography. I thought the world bidding was great. The CGI was immaculate, largely invisible. The grime was good. Gotham was dirty for once. It's not that clean Chicago we had in Nolan. I, I can go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. My only issue with it is that I've seen the story before. It's very largely inspired by the Telltale series. But I'm not going to take points off of that 
because I rate movies based on execution, especially comic films. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give this one an 8.8 out of 10, and that's it for me. Okay. I'm going to stop. MTV Batman for the win. Yo, quick interjection. Yo, I just want to say, Donnie, like, that's like the right way to give a movie review without actually spoiling the movie. Like, this is like a prime example of how you do it. Like, now I kind of know what to expect, but nothing is ruined at the same time. Oh, yeah. Hey, totally I, agree. I try my best. Ha! Cheers. Ha! All right. Uh, go ahead, uh, Omega. Give me give me your thoughts on the Batman. Okay, so definitely uh, my thoughts on Batman. Um, from the beginning of the movie, um, I was already um, captivated with how dark and yet almost very lifelike how Gotham was represented. It was very uh, even the days looked like it was still dripping in darkness. (laughs) So uh, I gotta admit like um, I enjoyed the fighting. Um, It was this, this almost seemed like a Batman that was not as uh, martial arts, but more of just just coming at you with them hands. Like it was like, dang, he must have. I mean, it 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 looked like some kind of form of martial arts, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like what we've seen other Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the more surrealness in the combat, um, and. I do want to mention that his voice patterns wasn't as egregious, but it did have a strong emo tone to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't, you know, you know, like it, I could actually know what Batman was saying. <laughs> like, so, uh, other than that, um, I enjoyed Catwoman. Uh, I think she did very well in being uh, uh, the infamous Catwoman. Her her vibe was it, it was it was a little more or less uh, seductive though. I wanted to almost feel like this Batwoman was just like like I I just you know handle my I just do my thing you know what I'm saying like I'm not trying to seduce you at all or you know no like even the small parts where she tried to hold her own against batman Mm -hmm. it's like yeah you're skilled and all but it 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 showed surrealism and how um batman is only going to tolerate so much you throwing punches and kicks at (laughs) um but um i do want to mention just the uh for it to be a very dark movie, I knew what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, there was no part where I was just like, maybe like, hey, if y'all need a flashlight or anything, then I need a bat light. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, all around, um, I very much enjoy the film. Um, I hope a lot of other people do. Um, I might be just a bat stand because I, I actually like the the character, but I do 
realize there is some kind of uh, um, hypocrisy going on with what what a villain is doing and what Batman is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's almost like, wait, you mad at me because I'm doing what? Like I'm I'm taking I'm taking down bad guys too. Like <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. give me give me a break here. But um, all in all, um, if I were to give it any solid rating for myself, I would give it a eight. There were moments where it was kind of like for a three hour film, you know, I, mm-hmm. some people might have just up and left like as soon as possible or just, oh, well, he got to the same man. We know what's going on after that. So, you know, but yeah. uh, yeah. Okay. So not bad. So far we got an 8.5 from Adidas. We got an eight from you. So, okay, I'm going to, Go ahead and uh, give my thoughts. So, uh, this you guys, you guys have some great points. Um, so we got to keep this in mind that this is like basically Batman Year One. Just add one more year, and it's Batman Year Two. So Batman in this state and this film is very uh, rookie uh, doing his career. Um, he's you know he's trying to start this project of trying to save Gotham on his own. You know, he's not, he doesn't have, like someone mentioned, he doesn't have the best fighting style because he's just trying to figure his, his fighting style out. So he's got to, he's more of this brawling with people instead of trying to have it all nice and looking, you know, all like uh, Arkham Asylum, uh, video gamey like we see in the Dark Knight, in Dark Knight <laughs> trilogy. Um, even uh, Ben Affleck's Batman, you know, he looked like he was straight out of the, the video games. But no, this guy, he's fighting very clumsy. Um, but he's he's still getting hits in. He's getting hit in himself. And in in the beginning, I love how they say you know people are afraid of him at night because well they think he's there, but he he's they're afraid of the shadows. But he's also the shadow. So um, just the like you said, um, so I mentioned about the comment about Gotham. Just the way it looks, Gotham is actually a living character in the film. And actually, yeah. Gotham should always be a character in um, Batman films because it the way the way the setup is. It's it's like a living, breathing thing. Um, definitely had did a good thing on the the, the 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 setting of the city. In fact, and I I see why in the some articles they kind of link this to Joker's um, film because there are some times where I'm like, whoa, I'm getting Joker vibes from this movie, and that's not a bad thing. <laughs> but if you listen direct closely to the soundtrack of this movie, there's certain tracks you're like, okay, this sounds exactly like Joker's shit. Not in a bad way, but in a good way to make it well grounded. Um, villain wise, Riddler, you know, this is probably the best Riddler that, you know, you compare that to Jim Carrey's from Batman Forever. I mean, obviously, you know, this is more of a grounded um, villain. So um, I think, I think it's Paul Dino, I think that's his name. The actor of Riddler did a really good job. Um, Dano. Paul uh, Dano. Dano, okay. Um, he was in. Uh, what was that one film he was in? Something with blood. I forgot. I forgot it was in one movie. It's like a western. There, he was in There Will Be Blood. Yeah, that was a great film. Mm-hmm. I remember him being in that. It was one. a yeah, comedy. Was a I was film. thinking of too. But he was in there with Daniel Day Lewis. Two of yeah, the very do, uh, best comedy. Yeah. So with the Riddler, right? I would say my critique is, although we gotta say that, yeah, Colin's right. He is the best Riddler, but this is Riddler year one, year two. Like this is the a rookie Riddler. And for a rookie Riddler, I mean, he's pretty fucking dope. Like, he did a really good job. Um, I will say there are certain moments where they're trying to make him be a little bit more terrifying, and it doesn't work out. And you'll find that out when you watch the movie. But overall, good acting with the Riddler. I can I don't really have much complaints with the Riddler. I think, honestly, him and Penguin 
awesome job. Um, Colin Farrell, awesome job with Penguin. Uh, they plan on doing a Penguin series um, on HBO Max. Go figure. I think he can do it. It was really good acting there with the Penguin. In fact, some people didn't even know that I was Colin because of how, because uh, of the the makeup and stuff. But he did a great job. Catwoman, obviously, this is a rookie Catwoman too, so it's hard to compare and say, oh well, is this the best Catwoman? Like, well, it's not a, it wasn't a bad Catwoman, but obviously, she'll probably improve as the time goes. Um, also, the critique on the three-hour mark, I agree. Um, it is long for a movie, you know, that is like a Star Wars Lord of the Rings time length of a movie. They could have definitely cut it down a little bit, maybe to maybe two hour, 30 minutes. Um, but you know, whatever, like hopefully the sequel, they'll learn from the sequel and maybe make, make it a bit shorter and maybe they can add some of those scenes, maybe in a Blu-ray type combo or something like that. Um, but like someone said in the chat, someone actually made a good point. Um, who was it? I think it was... Go back in the chat real quick. There was someone that said this is basically yeah. D Wayne, shout out to D Wayne. D Wayne said the Batman was Batman Begins too. So I almost somewhat agree with that. That this is better than Batman Begins, better than Dark Knight Rises, but I think it doesn't reach Dark Knight yet because this is a rookie Batman. That's the only reason why I wouldn't say oh this is better than Dark Knight. No, I can't do that because he's not there yet. He's just started, and you can tell. Um, this based on how Bruce Wayne goes about it, how Batman goes about it in this movie. Um, another question is, how's is Bruce Wayne? I think it's Bruce Wayne is totally, totally different from your Ben Affleck and Christian Bale. Christian Bale is a little bit cocky. Um, definitely Ben Affleck's, you know, he's so older Bruce Wayne. Of course, he's going to be cocky and know himself. This Bruce Wayne doesn't really know himself yet. Um, he's still trying to figure himself out. He's so focused on being Batman that he's, he's barely Bruce Wayne, which makes a lot of sense, right? Um, so I think Matt Reeves did a good job score for me. Definitely. I think it at minimum eight out of 10, um, definitely maybe eight, 8.5, definitely room for improvement. Um, but totally great film. Um, I'm excited for a sequel. I do have a question. I, you know, I heard y'all speak on, heard you speak on some of the uh, characters played. Um, but I haven't really heard anything about how well circus played, um, Alfred, because to me, one of the things has always been the, one of the most important things to get right has is always the relationship between uh, Alfred and Batman. So, I think was it was kind of. I think it was okay. I think I think on. I do think that Christian Bale's Alfred was a little bit better, but um, that's just my opinion. I don't think he did a bad yes. job though. But that's my. What do you think of this? I think this guy was a little better because. It was a different take. You know, you had the military Alfreds, you know, the more militant Alfred. I think that's the kind of approach he was going for. And we've kind of seen him play more militant roles before. So I, I did enjoy it. It was, um, it fit, you know, what they were going for. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I agree on that. But um, this will be on HBO Max in April. So, I mean, you're probably, most people are probably going to see it before April, but we will be doing another watch party of it in April when it comes out on HBO Max, in case anyone's interested in that. We'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely watch this over again. I don't mind that at all. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So with the, uh-huh, go ahead. I will say, I wouldn't put it above the Dark Knight either, but I would probably put them on equal footing, just based off of execution alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree on that. Uh-huh, go ahead, Trucks. Yeah, um, I asked this earlier. Um, you you briefly spoke on it. I think in like a previous stream, 
um, I asked if you thought Robert Pattinson would make a good Batman. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. All you all you said that was that he wasn't very focused on being Bruce Wayne. So that's, would you say that's like a that's how he's supposed to be? Yeah, that's, that's really that, how he's supposed to be. That's how he's that's supposed how the to be. Is supposed to be. Yeah. yeah, especially you're talking about year two Batman. So he's really taken all his energy trying to do something he's never done before. So it makes sense that you're not going to see a lot of Bruce Wayne uh, scenes and stuff like that. And the, the director said they didn't want to show a lot of Bruce Wayne because they wanted to keep Batman at the center. And, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy already kind of did a good enough job on the Bruce Wayne um, origin story. So that's why you see more Batman. Not only yeah. that, but that's even lampshaded and discussed in the film. Oh, okay, I see. I don't know. I just never thought, like, uh, Robert Pattinson would be, like, the guy to play Batman. I don't know why. Nah, man. I, I knew he'd be good as soon as I saw his chin. Let me look at his chin, though. Yeah, he'll, he'll do a good job. Good chin, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. But yeah, that, well, I, that mean, has... I mean, imagine if Batman was, like, recessed. No one would take him seriously. Yeah, you could never cast Michael B. Jordan as Batman. Oh yeah. God, no! Yeah. And here's that, another, and, that chin projection is sinful. I'm sorry. <laughs> and um, <laughs> another comment that Omega made about the voice. Now, the interesting thing about that was that in the original trailer, they did add some type of like uh, voice kind of um, changer changer on him. But then in the movie, he sounds like he's just his normal voice. So right. that's something they did change up. I thought it, you know, I thought it was going to be the, you know, oh, hockey pads bullshit <laughs> like uh, Christian Bale did, but um, it, he did not have to alter his voice that much. So, um, little info there. Um, but yeah, that's our thoughts. Uh-huh, go ahead. Someone had a comment. Oh no, I just said interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Wait, how old is he supposed to be? In so, the Batman. Oh uh, yeah, this one. If we just go by the story, if he's twelve and he trains for ten years or so, it's probably in his mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah he's you can young. see his age in the film. Mm-hmm. All righty. So next up, uh, Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon uh, Company has announced that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, a brand new open world uh, Pokemon adventure, will release on the Switch later this year. Announced during Pokemon Day uh, 2022, Pokemon presents these uh, two new. Game Freak developed games will feature a new region, and its three new Gen 9 starter Pokemon have already been revealed. Uh, so, uh, I'm getting another Pokemon game later this year. Of course, uh, Pokemon Legends came out earlier this year, uh, which seemed to be getting good feedback. I played it, and honestly, I did not enjoy it. Um, I, I think I prefer the your traditional Pokemon games, like you know your Shield and Sword. So, I'm pretty sure I'll probably like this one better. Um, but go figure that another Pokemon game will come out. Of course, I mean, uh, Pokemon sells like hotcakes when it comes to Nintendo, so this is actually no surprise to me. Um, so that's pretty much my thoughts. I'll definitely look into it when it comes out. I probably will be getting it on the Switch, because, um, Sword and Shield are pretty good. So that's my thoughts on, um, Pokemon. Uh, anything on this, uh, Swift Pokemon? New Pokemon game? I mean... To be honest, I didn't even know there was a new Pokemon game coming out, but it's Pokemon, so it's gonna do good. You're gonna have Pokemon games, so yep, nothing too much on this one. Okay, uh, Trunks, anything? Um, not on this, no. Okay, uh, Diaz, anything? 
not really. I do have a question. Uh, didn't they just make a new Pokemon? Yeah, Pokemon Legends came out at like a Q1 of this year. Yeah, that's crazy. And we're already getting a new one. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know. Uh, was okay. I haven't played Pokemon in so long. Have they been open world games, or is this something completely new? Uh, well, if it's gonna be open world like Legends, then it's gonna it's completely new. Cause Sword wasn't really open world like that. Sword was kind of your classic okay. uh, Pokemon format. But Legends was open world. I didn't really like it that much because I just I don't know. I didn't have a good experience with it. But um, we'll see. If they're, maybe they're trying to copy the same format and make it traditional. That's what I'm hoping. But uh, we'll see with that one. And I'm I'm looking at it right now. It looks like it's based on the map of Spain as well. This is, this might be pretty cool. Hey, who knows? I might play Pokemon. I doubt it because I'm cheap, but I'm interested. <laughs> gotcha. <All> right. <laughs> Okay, uh, Isaac, anything? Yeah, I figure it's Pokemon, so it'll sell, but yeah, I won't be getting it. Um, I don't have anything Nintendo. Um, heck, I haven't even played Pokemon since the Game Boy Pocket, so yeah. Damn, I'm all right, damn. Game Boy Advance for me, bro. Uh, yeah, you know what, it might have been the Advance, now that I think about it, but yeah. My shit was the, um, the 3DS, that shit was dope. Uh, okay, uh, Meg, anything on the new Pokemon? Omega, you there? Painting. Yep. So, um, using I'm gonna be very light on it. Um, I yeah, I just I don't have much to input on it, but I mean, it's Pokemon. I don't I don't even think that thing is ever gonna stop. So yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so I I'll leave it there. Okay, yeah, I agree with you. All right, uh, go ahead, Swift. This is yours. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fashion Elite. I think I said this last week. But yeah, again, they're getting the season two. But they're also getting a season three that got announced earlier today. So that's going to be good. Season three is releasing in 2023. Season two, that's releasing in July of this year. And based off the trailer, it should cover light novel volumes, I want to say, 4 through 7. I'm pretty sure it goes up to there. I didn't see anything that goes past that, which is good. As long as they have more episodes, that means the pacing should be straight, too. And it shouldn't be missing up doing anything. So, yeah, I think Classroom Elite's going to be the top anime, in my opinion, this year. But we'll just have to see once it comes back out. Okay. So what is the uh, genre? Is it like a comedy or like what's the genre of it? <laughs> it... Well, do, do, is this considered a genre or no? I don't think it's shown. It's in the um, light novel genre. Light novel. That's right. I forgot that's a genre. It is a genre because yeah, they all yeah. tell the same story. How was season one? Was it good? I never, I never actually heard of this one. Season one is good, but season two is better than season one. I can well, explain the story, yeah, uh, if you guys need to. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I would be better at it. In a traditional genre sense, I would call it a psychological thriller. Um, in the distant future, the government, the Japanese government, has established 
um, a Tokyo advanced nurturing school uh, dedicated to instructing foster the generation of people that will support the country in the, in the future. The students are then given a high degree of freedom in order to closely mimic real life. Now, the story follows the perspective of Ayana Koji, who's a quiet and unassuming guy who's not really good at making friends, and he'd rather keep his distance. However, he has a high level of intelligence with not even a near rival. And he's in a student of a class. Um, in this class, that's where the school dumps its inferior students. So he's this guy, super smart, around a bunch of fucking jack-offs. And then he meets... <laughs> He meets uh, two other students in his class, and then his situation begins to change, and he starts getting involved in all these crazy affairs. And his idea of a normal high school life begins to get scattered. And that's when the psychological thriller aspects come in. Okay. That sounds kind of dope, actually. Um, it's pretty good. Thoughts, uh, Trunks, on this one? Um, haven't seen it yet. I was like on the fence of should I watch this? Should I not watch this? But after hearing that, I think I will watch it. Yeah, actually, I was going to try to start this this week, actually. See what, what's that, all about. That convinced me to with, watch it. I was talking with somebody else. One of the, me and the Jesus' friends. I'm taking, I'm not going to lie, y'all. People are going to think this is crazy. I'm taking this over Attack on Titan. What? Really? Especially what? when season two and season three come out. I'm t- really? That's just me, though. That's just me. It's a bold. That's me, though. Considering that I've read the light novel and know, and I know what happens. Plus okay. I like psychological aspects over like meathead anime anyway. So that's all I'm taking over it. All right, I'll check it out. Uh, but I think you have no, to have no, a certain really taste for it too. So, uh, Letus, what's going on, Letus? He says, is this dubbed? Um, first season should be dubbed, right? By now, right? Yeah, first season's already dubbed. Okay, yeah. Le- watching dub or sub. Yeah, Letus, you can check out the dub with season one. Um, yeah, it sounds... Hey, I mean, if you're making that statement based on what you know, then... Shit, it should be good. Um, Amiga, anything on this? Uh-oh, Mega, Mega, Mega busy here. Omega, you busy? <laughs> you want me to skip you, bruh? You busy? Yeah, I'm, I'm, right I'm focused. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I don't have too much information on uh, this uh, anime. So, yeah, um, I'm just going to go no comment. Okay, man. Uh, Omega, you, you straight, Omega? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Adidas. Oh, Cuphead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as you guys know, the Cuphead game uh, just, on the game, I'm sorry. The Cuphead show just released on Netflix and it did actually pretty well in a short amount of time. Uh, way faster than I was expecting it to. Um, and it just got approved for a second season. Um... Sorry, I can't find my notes on this shit. Sorry, give me a sec. Oh, you're good. Uh, let me just go here. Freestyle it. Alright. Um, yeah, so this is from IGN. It just got renewed for a second season. Uh, the founders of the game, uh, the developers, they served as the executive producers of the show. There's no official release date for it. 
and the first official confirmation we've seen of more episodes has come and this has come with the season two announcement uh this is the netflix original uh the, the show captures the essence of the game it gives fans both uh, old and new a surreal uh chaotic and fun throwback cartoon with memorable characters and really good animation in my opinion um on top of arcane in castlevania i do think that netflix is doing really well with their video game adaptations so me personally uh, i am excited about it um you can watch uh the creators speed run cuphead in about 20 minutes for promo of the show uh they do talk about it a lot more um and let me just interject this as well and i'll let you guys go i think it's really 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 something neat when you have these adaptations and you have the creators involved because no one's going to be more passionate about their their creations than the creators themselves and you can really see that passion trickle down in the show in the quality of the animation in that old throwback feel i mentioned i mean i think this is a really good show i do recommend it and as a guy that played cuphead with my old co-workers every week co-op 2018 uh i'm excited to see is is still alive and kicking okay um so do you think that netflix i'm just asking everyone um do you think that netflix is maybe maybe they're biting a bit too much of what they can chew with what they've been doing because it seems like they cover a lot of genres here and now they're adding even more genres the old video game adaptation stuff it's, it seems like a lot i mean they got the sci-fis the uh doc documentaries the action all this all these different genres and i mean when we get a new show it's not like we get a new show in every single genre every month you know they can only especially with the budgets and stuff uh, do you think they're doing a little bit too much or maybe they should downsize a little bit I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Crunchyroll in a way is doing the same thing, except Crunchyroll is a stick on anime. Right, they're just well, sticking with, with the anime. Thing, right? Right? Here's the thing with Netflix, right? Um, I, this sounds bad to say for a company that's well beyond established right now, but I do think they're trying to find their way a bit. Uh, you have a bunch of streaming sites, you do have a bunch of other competitors they have around these times. Uh, they're trying to find something that gives them that edge, but they're kind of dipping and dabbing in a bunch of hats. I feel like to find that what they can they run with the next ten years. I do expect them to kind of lower uh, all the different bags they're in in the near future. Because mm -hmm. they're even doing uh, weekly episodes now. Like that wasn't something they were doing before. Now they added that, so they're really like really stretching, you know, their abilities. Uh, what what was your comments with? I was gonna say they're just becoming a library like Crunchyroll, essentially, except they're spreading about like with everything basically. I don't see a problem with it, to be honest with you. They're just doing what any other company would do. Mm -hmm. Okay. That uh, way it makes them more valuable. Mm -hmm. Um Trunks, any thoughts on Netflix or Cuphead, uh Cuphead show, season two? Um Cuphead show, like I've seen the preview of it. But I, I don't know. I feel like it isn't it for like kids. I don't know. I might might be looking at the wrong thing. Isn't it that like cartoon? Mm, I wouldn't say so. The game itself, it, it, like I said, the animation, the aesthetic, it calls back to the throwback kids show. Um, 
you know, in terms of style. But there was always a constant undercurrent of dread and despair that really brought it up in the games. I think that the Netflix show kind of dialed down on that and played up the goofiness. But um, I don't think that its intent was to be for kids. Okay, I see. It's just that I distinctly remember the rating being like PG or something like that. like Or like G. Or... Um... Like... And typically, that is like usually aimed at children. I think uh, Cuphead was ten and up, so uh, you may be right. Uh, you may be yeah. right. Yeah. Also, I I know I saw like the preview of it. Um, I don't know, like just like the from what I saw in that like two minutes, I don't know. It seemed like something a ten year old would watch. Like no disrespect <laughs> or like anything. I just I just I, I, that's the impression I got. Like, I would have enjoyed this if I was, like, 10 years younger. (laughs) Oh, man, I feel old as saying that. You're not old, Trunks. You're not old. You sounding like an XP dude now. No. You're not old. 22. How can this happen to me? How old are you? Like, 15, Trunks? Fuck. 22. I'm 22. Oh, okay. Well, Damn, your voice got loud there. Damn, your voice got a little loud there. All right. Uh, Omega, thoughts? Cuphead. <laughs> so uh, I definitely enjoyed uh, Cuphead. It was pretty. It was it was really funny. That I had moments where I just couldn't stop cracking up. Um, their hijinks uh, were really good. Uh, it's interesting that the the whole time the they like the devil is just out to get them, <laughs> like constantly. I, it's it's kind of unnerving, but it's also funny the way he's he's coming at them. But um, all their all their hijinks are just hilarious to me. So I think season two is well worth uh, deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eisen, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um, um, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I don't really have anything on. I don't know anything about Cuphead. So okay. Uh, oh, I will add one thing. Uh-huh. People would definitely get a kick out of meeting those two boxing brothers it, that the episode itself is just remarkably hilarious okay uh go ahead trunks um okay okay we're on the next one um let's see so yeah dr stone is officially gonna end with chapter 232 that's releasing on March 6th. So this is quite sad to see. I was really hoping like this would um, run for a longer time, but I guess not. I mean, uh, season three is coming. So I I am very, very excited about that. This anime, like I never really thought I would like it, but I just liked it. I really liked it. And I fact checked like a lot of the stuff they said in this show. And it was 100% accurate. They did not make shit up. Mm-hmm. Highly, highly, highly recommend. You should definitely watch it. Like, no matter what age you are, you will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So, I think, uh, isn't Fire Force ending this year as well? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Fire okay. Force has already ended. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so season three, Dr. Stone's coming out. I don't know. I think it's coming out this year. I think. Or that could be next year. I could be wrong on that. Um, 
I did enjoy season one, season two, but I will say that uh, I'm not surprised that this didn't go that far because it's hard to. I don't think this is a, a series you can really stretch for that for that much. Like I feel like once you uh, start, you know, this is basically like a history type uh, thing going on here, where you you start discovering. Oh, look, you know, uh, discovering things. Until you get to a point, it becomes like a normal. Like when you reach that 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 normal uh, setting of everything's built and stuff, then I think that'd be no point having the series to continue. And it feels like they're already kind of getting to that direction based off. Uh, the little preview, some season three and shit, they're you know being pirates and shit like that. I'm like, all right, this, I mean, I'll, I mean, this, I don't see this going that far, so I'm not really surprised um, that this is ending. But it was cool. I mean, so I'll definitely check out season three. Um, wait, 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 wait. Question, question. Uh-huh. No, wait, why, why did you think it would be short? Like, I don't know. I thought this would be way longer once I saw them set off on the ship. I mean, I just don't think like a, uh, like. Maybe not toward like I don't see this going towards a season five. Like I, I would think probably this would end way before that. You know, oh, that's okay. what that's what I meant. Not like uh, some long oh. ass series like three hundred episode three hundred. Like I don't see that that uh, type of thing with this uh, series right here. I, I don't see it. Oh, gotcha. Because it seemed Man, like was... season two really like advanced. Like season two seemed like it advanced things really quickly. Yeah, that's the thing, but I don't know. I think the intention with that was, um, I guess, to not bore you because you already know how they do things now, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think they, um, the creator wanted you to like keep seeing that over and over and over again for like um, just, I don't know, for every single episode, you see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's just my take on it, but... Uh-huh. That's why they rush things. Yeah, good. Uh, uh, Meg, any thoughts on Doctor Stone? Uh, yeah, uh, very direct and straightforward. I I enjoyed uh, Doctor Stone a lot. Um, it was intense. It made you think a lot too. Um, I mean, I I feel like I've researched almost stuff like out of a book, like old science stuff and. It's just a good anime to me. Like, um, but um, for it to go on this long, um, I think it's well deserved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for it to end, I mean, a lot of people may not want it to even end, but I, I think it's gone far enough. Uh, it toward it toward its end, it did. It seemed like it was trying to get to a point, like really fast <laughs> right that's how I and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right so yeah okay uh eyes anything on dr stone e- nothing okay uh diaz anything dr stone no i'm not a shonen guy oh, God. <laughs> you're not a shonen guy but you like <laughs> one piece don't you Diaz? disgraceful one shonen punch is a shonen. It's transcendental. It doesn't even count. What the fuck? It doesn't count? Nerd. Nerd. One Piece has transcended all of shonen. So what is it? A saying now? It's in a league of its own. <laughs> that, I, I, I mean, yeah. One Piece is okay. just goaded. Because it went One to an episode is, 1000? It's not, it's is that why? It's not shonen, it's literature. Okay. Oh my god, whoa. <laughs> yes. 
Okay. All right. Uh, I like it. Swift, what do you think on Dr. Stone? <laughs> okay. So, unfortunately for me, I've been spoiled of the last, literally the last page where it says the end for Dr. Stone. Uh-huh. And it's... I don't think it's too wild for other guests for me to say. Don't be surprised if Dr. Stone comes back. Ah, Based on that okay. last page, they'll, they'll probably make like a sequel. Uh, if I say what I think the sequel's going to be called, I'll spoil it. But, but yeah, I don't think it's going to end. Maybe the series has ended, but like they can either leave it ambiguous or they head on into something else where Dr. Stone still inventing something. I'm trying to explain it without spoiling uh-huh. But put the pieces together. If he's created everything, then what what can he do? There's one thing he hasn't created yet. That was, that was my thing. Um that's my thing. That's why I, I couldn't see it being like a like I said, an episode of the three hundreds type series, but uh I'll get you on there. So uh we got uh Soul Hackers two, a new uh Megami Tensei game releasing this summer. Um uh, there was a trailer on this that came out um I think it was earlier last month i think it ended up last month so it's a sequel to the 1997 uh devil summoner soul hackers a new game in the series is launching on august this year uh hackers 2 will launch on ps4 the ws5 xbox pc just a day after it releases in japan developer atlas says the new jrpg will combine aspects of tensei with the first soul hackers in celebration of the 25th anniversary um definitely check out the trailer if you haven't already look really cool um it's atlas so you get vibes from tensei you get vibes from persona um i did not play the first one but when i saw that trailer i'm like i kind of got it really interested um i think it might be you know maybe a potential best jrpg of the year possibly we'll see because i don't think we have a lot of jrpgs coming out this year yet so this might be one of them or maybe a sleeper hit we'll have to see um, but I'm definitely interested. Um, that's my quick thoughts on that. Um, anything, uh, ideas on this one? Soul Hackers too? Anything. Uh, more like a lot. Uh, ah. I'm a big, uh, S&T fan. I'm a big Persona fan. Uh, so I am excited for this. Uh, I didn't even know this was a thing. So I actually took a peek at the trailer, um, while you were speaking and man, man, oh it looks man. Dope. This shit is poised for success, um, especially with the rising like popularity all over the world of Atlas RPGs. Um, so anyone who first gained interest in SMT through uh, SMT5, I think you definitely should give Soul Hackers to a try. It's going to have a similar combat system. It's going to have similar demon management. But on top of that, I'm noticing it's... It's borrowing some features from the Persona series. All right. Um, That's what I saw. You know, the all-out attacks, the social elements. Um, the, and then you have stuff in the original Soul Hackers 1, the sci-fi setting, uh, the, a protagonist with a personality. You know, um, I think this is great, man. I'm excited for it. So I just wanted to start off with that. But now I want to get into my concerns. I'm liked the 90s hacker cyberpunk aesthetic of the original i thought that really added to it and it's kind of weird with this new approach they're going with of it's kind of like digimon cyber sleuth which uh. is another game i enjoyed um but 
I don't know, man. I'm not a fan of the modern look. The character designs make me think of too many other games. Um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions is another one I, that comes to mind. Um, the music uh, I, I was fond of. I like the music. Um, other than that, man, I'm just going to keep fanboying over the game. So I, I think I'll stop right there. But yeah, and it's this summer too. Right. PS5. Okay, so I got to get this on my PlayStation. I can't get this on my Switch. Yeah, definitely. You, you, yeah, don't get it on a Switch. It's probably not going to look... I mean, it's it probably wouldn't look that good, to be honest. Um, but uh, quick question. Uh, did you play Tales of Arise, it is, last year? Yeah, I did. Dude, best RPG of the yeah. fucking year? Best JRPG? Yeah, I agree. Yo, I agree. shit was lit. <laughs> that shit was, that, that was awesome. such a good game. Shit was lit, man. Um, if you haven't played that game, doesn't... bro, man... Shit was so good. It, it doesn't get any better than Tales. Dude. Like, I don't know how you top that shit. Like, that shit... I mean... That that shit was a hit. Um, But let me stop yeah. uh, fanboying. Uh, any thoughts? I mean, uh, 17 oh, entries in Tales. I'm gonna just say that and leave it alone. Mm-hmm. 17, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trunks, anything on this? Hackers 2? Um, no. I, I think I'm a little bit refined for this refined <laughs> okay Not a, no. okay swift what do you think thoughts no no thoughts on this one okay uh eisen thoughts nothing here okay omega thoughts yes yeah, so. um my thoughts on here i've played the very first um one mm-hmm. and just uh just from the aspect of how they it, it it's just it's just awesome how they can like the even the story alone i i think i even watched the anime of uh of it but it's it's interesting how um it takes elements from the very uh last game but this one is like two factions of of the double summoners. So that's a it's it, it brings a whole new element of the the usual oh there might be something that is coming that will uh cataclysmically destroy humanity. But we're still dealing with that weird fusion of what we have the occult and then technology mix, kind of like a, a techno mastery, if we were to, if I were to say it that way. But mm-hmm. the gameplay looks awesome, and I, I do like that they're interested in really going into depth with more of your party members. Like sometimes you play RPG, and you feel like, yeah, these people came together off of different goals. And then they are there for a reason, but it it goes into depth where like you can actually build a stronger relationship and uh, sort of like a bonding system where even through that your combat skills develop into you know new abilities because you've been spending this time with this person or just um, in general the parties like whoever you take uh, control over and you're like oh. 
you know, these two seem like they would, uh, you know, like they're personas. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I hate that I actually had to use that word, <laughs> but uh, they, they're making like some kind of bond to each other. So I think that that breaks up a lot from just grinding. You know what I'm saying? Like grinding is fun in some JRPGs, but 